Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Button. I'm not sure if we're doing it live. I believe that we might be doing it live. Are we doing it live? Let's do it live. God dang it. Can you say God dang it on the, uh, on the well, we're not on the FCC. Uh, it's your the designer. I just said that. Oh, wait. <laughs> okay. All right. Jesus. All right. I was just saying we can say dang it. Not all right. Anyway. All right. Yeah. Well, I didn't know we were still live. Like, I don't know. We've been live the entire time. Don't worry about it. Uh, we're doing it live. We're doing it live. Let's do it live. Uh, it's your boy, Pat the Designer. I'm joined by the Brody Bro P. Kid, y'all know. Gang, 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 gang. How we get it done out here, man. Kid, how you feeling, bro? Man, it's another beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's a nice cold day. It's a nice cold, chilly day. That's an accurate way of putting it. I'm not even going to start with you. It, it is it is a very cold day, um, but yeah, man. You know, um, sorry, apologize to everybody for being late. You know, uh, we got John John the Great in the live early. What's going on, my boy? Yeah. We really really apologize. Wow, we got muds coming at you about the uh, about the Drew Brees. No, oh, we starting early. Okay, I got you, bro. Hey, my BS literally showed up like they're not gonna trade them. P kid thinking about Drew Brees better than. <laughs> Yo, they really just hey, came. Yo, stat, I, feel bad now. I feel bad now. I really apologize to y'all, man. We was running a little bit behind schedule. It's all on me. But we are here to talk Chicago sports. Y'all know how we do. Let's get it live in the chat. We appreciate y'all for joining the live, man. Um, Listen, a lot of crazy stuff going on in the NFL this week. And the craziest to me has nothing to do with the playoffs. <laughs> Honestly, um, this Deshaun Watson news is wild in my mind. Like, like it's, it's one of the craziest things that I've heard in a while. Um, and I, want, I, I have to ask y'all in the chat, the people that's really in here, um, Devontae Gibson talking about y'all not into Cam Newton. No. Um, well, kid is, but that, that's literally it to the show. Hey, listen. Hey, listen, my boy. Guess what? I'm with it because I don't think we're going to land Watson. Now, listen, I hope we land him, but reality is going to hit us. And then I'm like, yeah, you know what? I think we ain't going to get him. So who yeah. we pick up outside of him? I think we should be in the Cam sweepstakes if he's available. And I think he will be available. So, I mean, y'all can say whatever y'all want to say. But if you're going to tell me you, you will not – Take a Cam Newton over Mitchell Trubisky right now. You smoking? I don't know, whatever Trubisky, you smoking? I think, I think at this point it's like, are you taking Cam Newton over? Uh, 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 are you taking Cam Newton over Nick Foles? 
Because I really think Trubisky's out of the equation, or if he is in the equation, it's not something that's a heavy equation. We're not doing that kind of math. But um, no, the big th- this is this is really what I wanted to come to the chat with, and I appreciate y'all for joining. If you are new to the channel, please like the video. Please subscribe to the page. We do talk Chicago sports weekly. If you are have been in the video, please share the page, man. We appreciate the love that y'all have shown, especially J. Crit. J. Crit in the live. We appreciate y'all. YBS in the live. Hold on. Let me shout out the OGs because that's who in here. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Jalen T in the live. Devontae in the live. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Who else we got up in here? We got we got Spayer in the live. Sparrows? Sparrows? Sparrows Pie? I don't know how to say his name. Uh, we got Gerald Williams in the live. What's good? What's good? I'm glad that y'all joined up. Um, kid, I'm going to ask you a question. When you think about NFL minds, when you think about top football minds in the game, would you say that the Indianapolis Colts have a better front office and coaching staff than the Chicago Bears right now? Yes. Would you say that the New Orleans Saints have a better front office and coaching staff than the Chicago Bears right now? Yes. Would you say that the Saints have that? I mean, not the Saints. I'm sorry, the Steelers. Would you say that the Steelers have that? Yes. How many teams do you think it is before you get to the Chicago Bears? Oh, it's a lot of them. <laughs> and so the question to me is, where hey, in Pat, the world? Take a second. Take a second, real quick, bro. Take take a quick second. Adjust your mic. It, I do hear it now. Tweaking a little bit. What, what's it doing? What's it doing? Getting a little echo? Man, it's not just echo. You low and staticky. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But while you fix that, I will say this. Um, I think I I think this is where you're going with it. There's a lot of teams ahead of us that Deshaun Watson would potentially land or are going to go after him. And so, yo, I'm like, this is why I say be realistic. This is why I said we should be in on the Cam Newtons and stuff like that. I say we should be in those sweet, sweet stakes because, listen, the Colts, Phillip Rivers just retired. You think they ain't going to try to get in on the Deshaun Watson thing? Check, 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 they check. How's now now? Oh man, you sound better. You sound you you sound sexier now. I like that. I like that. I'll be sure. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I mean, I'm gonna need you to calm down, but there's 36 inches of bullhead right here. But uh, I mean, just... <laughs> no. So th- this is uh, essentially you were right. Essentially you were right. Trying to the fill question, in the space. Just trying to fill in the space. <laughs> here, here's my thing with uh, um, the Bears right now. Not only. I mean, when you think about the teams that need a quarterback right now, not only are you behind on the teams that need a quarterback that could possibly get Deshaun Watson or Jameis Winston or somebody else through free agency, you also don't have the draft capital to go get a top guy. So realistically, when we think about this question of could the Chicago Bears land Deshaun Watson, is this a realistic question? Yeah, no, it ain't. 
listen, I'm sorry to drop the H bomb like that, but I mean, let's be realistic. This is why I keep saying we don't have to even make that move. We have yeah. to give up pieces that we've depended on so much just to even get into this fighting conversation of being a good team. And so when you look at all the things that are stacked against us, no, I mean, we kept the coach who I thought we should have fired. Obviously, we kept the GM that everyone thought should have been gone. Yeah, they 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 threw Mitch under the bus. I mean, listen, that bus should have been going a thousand miles an hour at this point. They threw, hey, look, they didn't throw him under it. They threw him under it, and then they threw that thing in reverse, and, they, and then back up one more time. <laughs> like, <laughs> man, they treated him like he was a zombie or something like right. that, or the Walking Dead, because they just they, they double tapped that man. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the dog. It's 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 the. Never mind. Never all mind. right. There's a whole lot of pause right there. Anyway. A whole lot of pause, my G. <laughs> all of, but all I'm saying is, based off of the analysis you gave, and that's a nice way to break it down. I mean, a great way to introduce in that whole concept right there. I got a shot to tip my hat to you, sir. Um, because, no, there's too many good organizations ahead of us who are trying to get in on the Sean Watson sweepstakes, yeah. which all this does is just show you how much this is the one knock again I have against Ryan Pace, uh, how much he effed up in the draft because listen if you see this type of storm that this this whole rumor is brewing within the nfl you see mm -hmm. the type of attention he's getting that goes to show you that's a generational talent that we should that we passed up on of course for whatever the reasons were and so i honestly feel like we as a as a city it's good to sit there and speculate it's good for us to sit there and say yeah we should we should get them and stuff like that but realize that we'd have to give up way too much on the defensive end for us to do it because that's the only trade capital we have if that's even a if that even works out we'd have to get rid of mac like he has to be with any he has to be within any deal for us to get and you say we'll give it up listen we got here's some the thing here's the thing i don't think you could put together a trade package I really don't. You can't put together a trade package better than the Jets. Absolutely can't. You can't put together a trade package better than the Dolphins or the Jaguars. The or, Jets, I mean, yeah, Dolphins, no. And, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. The Bears are in literally purgatory. You're 8-8. Eight and eight. You are, by all definitions of the term, a playoff team. And yet you're not, you don't have your franchise quarterback. You're not in a position to get your franchise quarterback. You're not in a position to trade for your franchise quarterback. And I'm not going to lie with the influx in your organization. There's not a lot of people that want to come here to be your franchise quarterback. Yeah. On top of that, his uh, is our O line way better than his. You know what? <laughs> I listen. I came out heavy on the O line in the middle of the season, right? I came out on some uh, on some. You know, we got to uh, uh, what, what's the word? Uh, I basically told them they all suck. They do don't suck though. They've they been proved since then. Now, whether that's because the quarterback was able to move, whether that's because Baki and Alive was good, whether that's uh, Jay Crit, we see you, my boy. Uh, whether Jay that's Crit, because the quarterback was I'm able to, to move, to because get the, it was it's a natural back there. I, I think that those are all valid points. Um, but it's it's you're literally in in football purgatory because you have nothing to give to go get a guy. 
You have nothing to give to get the draft capital. You don't have the draft capital to go get one of the top quarterbacks. So now we're relying on Ryan Pace to use his draft expertise on the quarterback position that has really worked out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, he's dominant as as a quarterback uh, 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 drafter. Um, but you have no direction to go. And and I'm I'm sorry. As much as listen, this Chicago, we love defense, right? This is what we built on. People are watching the Bulls right now put up 130 points and they're like, they're not playing any defense. Why aren't they playing any defense? There's no defense in the league. Mm. I want y'all to understand. Tom Brady, he plays in a top five defense. Aaron Rodgers, he plays in a top five defense. Exactly. Uh uh. Patrick Mahomes. Pat Mahomes plays in the top five defense. Josh Allen? I mean, offense. I'm sorry. I've said defense the entire time. I'm talking about offense. Facts, facts. I know what you were trying to say. Josh Allen? He plays in the top five offense. What gets you to these places? Defense helps. But what gets you here? You know what I'm saying? Like, like we really have to, and 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 this kind of leads into where I'm going with this. The fact that we're looking at Mike Singletary as a DC. <laughs> Would y'all let 1985 go? I knew he was gonna go there. Bro, I knew he was gonna go there. Bro, it is 2020. 1985 was a great year. I was not born. The Chicago Bears have not really been relevant since then. They've caught a a, a flash year here and there, which is what really you, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's what a top-tier defense with no offense gets you. You catch a flash. 2006, flash. Great season. I love it. One of my most memorable seasons. You know what killed it for me? The fact that Rex Grossman was throwing off his back foot just like, here we go. <laughs> Yo, praise God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. We're really looking back at that. Do we are we not at a point where we understand what takes off in this league? So it basically basically what you're telling me is the Bears are just making moves just to be making moves. The Bears They're not are really playing to appease the old heads. And I'm gonna be honest with you, Jay Critt's in here. Hey, Jay Critt, let us know. Are the old heads happy right now with a Mike Singletary interview? Like legitimately. Mike Singletary, and I'm going to be real with you, no disrespect to Iron Mike. Listen, he is a Super Bowl champion. How many you got? One. Okay, never mind. 1985. He's a Super Bowl champion, though. Okay, all right. Listen, listen. You, you can disrespect him. You say, well, I'm not going to disrespect him. He's got one. He's got the Bears only one. And, and, and to this day, in 2020, he played for one of arguably the greatest defense to ever be assembled. Legitimately. I can't take that away from him. But there was a lot of help for him to be great. Yeah, I was about to say. There was a lot of help for him to be great. And while he's been a coach, I could care less what you do as a player. You know who some of the best coaches are? Think about from an NBA aspect. The best coaches in the NBA that were players, they were middling guys. Guys who played in the league and you're like, oh, okay, he played. They weren't studs. 
The best coaches weren't studs. Magic Johnson couldn't coach. Magic Michael Jordan coach. as a coach would be terrible. Oh, he'd, he'd probably like terrorize half the people at practice before they even get on the floor. He would just start uh, playing. And and I mean, to me, Phil that, Jackson that's was what, a coach. That's what we have yeah. to understand. Like we're we're sitting, we're we're trying to relive an era that is gone. It's gone. Let yeah. it go. They don't even play the same sport anymore. Legitimately, who would you have had? Uh, who would you rather have considered? Now, mind you, they just said that they interviewed him, right? So you got to let's keep this in mind, though, right? It's what's news, but they interviewed other people. So I don't mind the fact that they interviewed him. What I mind is if the report is that's who they're leaning towards. And I haven't heard that report as of late. But yeah. some of the other DCs that they interviewed, I'm trying to pull up that list now because I saw it a little earlier. But they they interviewed some other people for that for that position, not just him. I think he's just the name because of his rapport within the organization and stuff like that. But I don't think yeah. that I'm, – I'm praying they don't just – land with him i would rather <laughs> facts i saw it in the chat i would rather love you come back than have mike singletary because at least i think he can he, you know what i would modern game to me that's the same thing what's different you're really you're trying to bring back something that the past of past successes you want to bring back something recent you go interview matt patricia you want to bring back something recent? You go interview somebody who won a championship in the modern era of football defensively with a dominant defense at that. If that's really what you want to bring in, do that. Because uh, other than that, you're just playing around. You're just trying to satiate the fan base. I'm not here for you to satiate the fan base, George McCaskey. Oh, that's what he's trying to do, though. I mean, I'm not here for that. Okay. He ain't here for you, baby. <laughs> look, you he don't ain't here for you, baby. <laughs> and this is the thing. I don't think I really, I really don't believe that George uh, uh, doesn't want to win. I fully believe George has no idea how to win. I think Gannett. You know what? Thank you for uh, pulling up that list, uh, Spiros uh, or Spiros. I forgive me. I thought Gannett would actually be a good a good person to actually interview because the coach defense was decent this year. Yeah. They was real decent. I, I, I actually thought that that was a pretty good, I forgot all about that. And I had them, I, I keep going back to the end. They was on my fantasy team. So they loaded me up with some points. So I kind of appreciated that too. Right, 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 right. And shout out to the, Hey, listen, this is so off topic, but Hey, listen, shout out to the legend field. <laughs> no kill field. <laughs> Philip Rivers retiring. He's doing big things out here, my hey, boy. Listen, he is going for kid number 10 already. He's probably in overtime right now. You know what um, I'm saying? Because, listen. <laughs> the picture I sent you had me crying, bro. That mug said, now we can start our family. I'm like, wait a minute. You didn't just start it all. <laughs> you got nine kids, dog. <laughs> 10. He has 10? Cool he, enough. But um no uh to to me I I just I look at this I look at what the Chicago Bears are doing at, or at least the big news that's coming out of there and I'm like what are we really doing Okay we're going after Deshaun Watson that package isn't going to happen we're not in a position to get that We're going after Mike Singletary Are we really going after Mike Singletary uh Lovey Smith should be a name we talk What what are we talking about Why is it that we 
as Chicago teams, why is it that we have to relive our failures? On the same line of uh, defensive coaching and all that stuff, uh, how you feel about Jay Rogers going to the Chargers, our defensive line coach? Excuse me. He followed. He followed. Uh, um, because who they just hired as the head coach? He's from the Bears organization. He's uh, he's uh, he was under Vic. It's um, oh Lord. Uh, hold on, hold on. Chargers head coach. I think their defense is gonna be crazy. Brandon Staley. Mm-hmm. I. He's following Brandon Staley over there. I I think that that's something that uh, um, you see a lot in the league. I think you lost somebody that you really thought uh, was going to be the the guy to step up. But if you lost him, it's probably because Matt Nagy has told him, I'm not hiring you as my DC. Because you would think that somebody would want to be in a position to uh, continue working with the guys that they've had success with. But – to me, I'm okay with it. Okay. Go interview the best. I don't need Matt Nagy to be the best head coach. I need him to be the best CEO. You're literally hiring somebody to run a business. What does Mike Tomlin do? Dog, here's, here's, here's the problem I've always had. It's a problem I've had, and this is where we've butted heads throughout the entire season because you've been big on him not losing his locker room and stuff like that and being able to rally the troops, but he doesn't manage well, right? Agreed. I, he doesn't, and that's that's the thing. And but so at this point, I need you, if, if he's not the guy, I don't care who the guy is at this point. The Bears need to be good. I'm, I'm sick of watching. Since I've been good, we've never seen a quarterback. We've never seen, we've never seen anything but a great defense. Let's say they give us 12 and 4 again. If he gives us 12 and 4, you know what happened? He probably stopped calling plays and he figured out how to manage a team. I'm willing to deal with you if you give me 12 and 4. You know how many blemishes are hidden if you give me 12 and 4? Oh, like the ones that the Steelers had when they got blown up before they got blown up by the Can we can we just mention how wild that game was? Just a side but, note. But that but, was a but, wild game. Hey, look, anyway. They, they also lie, they also lost a uh, 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 5 of 6 going into the playoffs, so like it it wasn't all rainbow and sunshine, you know what I'm saying? But but this is the thing like I don't need you to be the best head coach. I need you to be the best CEO. Realistically, the only thing my head coach needs to know is when to challenge, when to call timeouts, and how to manage the locker room. Realistically, if you're a great play caller, that adds to it. If you're an offensive mind, that adds to it. And that's really Matt's biggest detriment, that he's not really an offensive mind, which is what he was brought here to be. But... If you're going to go find a head coach or you're going to stick with Matt, I don't care what he does as long as he puts the people in position to be successful. And we've had this conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's the conversation of if I hire you to be my manager and you fail, I need to fire you. Mm -hmm. The same thing is for Matt Nagy. If you think Bill Lazor is the guy that's going to call plays, that's going to be successful, leave him there. If you don't, Fire his butt. Get somebody else in here. Omar in the chat, I appreciate you. I see this question come up. You, We are working on those live call-ins as of right now. We are not doing those. But, hey, keep locked in with us. Stay tuned. It is coming up. I got you, my boy. 
It's coming up real soon. Coming actually. up real soon. We know what's coming, man. We we about to have something for y'all. We we've been working. Well, listen, I've just been sitting here just asking Pat what to do. So so Pat's been working hard. So I give him his full. Hey, listen, all he said was put out videos and show up. I was like, okay, I bet. <laughs> so I put on videos and show up. That's it. But uh, listen, I, here's the thing. All oh, that's great. I think realistically, we need to start having another conversation as to what we need to do for our team. We do not need, we don't belong in the Deshaun Watson conversation. At all. We, we don't. I I know that's what we want, but guess what? Is Robinson coming back? I wouldn't, but maybe. <laughs> Listen, who who what who are his targets? I know we got Mooney on lock, but who are his targets? At least, are we still throwing balls to, uh, to Williams? Because guess what? Mitch did a great job with that. He still dropped it. <laughs> so, so yeah. like, realistically, are, are we a much better situation than what he came from? Yeah. Marginally, when you look at everyone else who's in the running for it, like, if they, they a report came out of 10 teams that were in the lineup for uh, being a good landing spot for Deshaun Watson, we were eight. We were actually behind uh, New England, which, let's be real, I would rather go to New England if I was him. And and that's kind of what I mean by it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not in a position to get Deshaun Watson. We're not, we're we're not, not an organization that's ready for a Deshaun Watson. You know who we're ready for? Matthew Stafford. Yo, that's a great call, though. We're ready for Matthew Stafford. You know he the problem with that? You got to trade for him. He need a new. He need a new start. He need a fresh start. But I take Matt. It's it's just. I listen. I would take him too. I take Matt Ryan. I would take Matt Stafford. I would take uh, Matt Barry at this point. Matthew Barry, what you doing? I know you're calling. Uh, you're, you're talking about Chicago football. But what are you doing as a quarterback? Like you say that in jest, but those people are actually um, available. Like Matt Ryan may be available. But here's the thing: they're not. They're not. They're not available to that, us. Right? If 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 you're if you're Matt Ryan and Bill Belichick comes calling, you coming to Chicago? If you're Matt Ryan and Oakland comes calling, you going to Chicago? You think now Oakland, Oakland still has Derek Carr. Like to me, there's so many situations of guys that need a quarterback. Uh, uh, New Orleans needs a quarterback. Um, who else? Let's just think about teams New around. New Orleans the does not need a quarterback. They got a quarterback. Who? I'm Jameis Winston. Jameis might not stick around just on some like y'all played Taysom Hill over me. Nigga, you came off 30 interceptions. What you mean when we came <laughs> like I'm I, I would have played him too? <laughs> Listen, I'm just telling you, this is the thing. He's a free agent. He's gonna play his options, and I don't think New Orleans gonna give him the money he won't. You know who might be desperate enough to give him the money he won't? A team okay. without a quarterback. Guess what? Hello, Chicago. Hey, listen. Ain't it funny that the same play that Mitch did uh, to Williams that he dropped, that's the same play that they did for uh, uh, for Winston to get his touchdown against his oh, Yeah, for sure. I was cracking up. It's the same play. I was cracking up. And listen, Jameis could have ran it too just in case the play didn't work. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's, it's, it's mind-blowing that we're here, bro. It's really mind-blowing that we're here. Coming off of a 12 and 4, if I had told you two years ago the Chicago Bears would be here, Matt Nagy's coach of the year. You make the playoffs and lose off a fluke. I mean, come on now. Like, like to me, 
it's mind blowing that we're here. And now that we are here, you got, you have to look at where you really are. I feel like as Bears fans, we put ourselves on a pedestal that, listen, I've definitely helped put us on because I I love the Bears. Uh, <laughs> I, I, leave Matt Nagy alone. <laughs> I I love the Bears. I really love what 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 this team has meant to me throughout my life. But it's been a lot of heartache. You know what I'm saying? And so he gets to me, me every time. <laughs> you're you're literally in a position where you're eight and eight. You're not going to get any draft capital. You don't have anything you're building towards. So what are you really doing? Everybody that says, please, no cam, y'all better be talking about some. Yes, cam, can you please come this way? Because I'm going to be honest with you. You want a veteran who got something to prove, who's looking for an opportunity to get a fresh start and help a head and help a middling team. Uh, you really want that. Listen, Matt Ryan, I don't think he's going to come this way. Stafford, I think he would just because he get the chance to play uh his team twice and then and, and make a point but yeah. like i think that will happen just out of spite but other than that listen you can sit there and stop aim wishing for the moon I, it's wishful thinking but it's not gonna happen i really i really don't think uh we thought that through i thought we i think we saw a big name no we know that we passed them up we know we need a qb and we just got really excited for it. But we didn't really think what we have to give up to even be in the conversation or yeah. who we are as an organization just to even attract that type of talent. Like, seriously. And if our targets leave, like, if listen, why haven't we made a decision on Robinson yet? You know why? Because you don't know what the quarterback decision is, and Ryan Pace is in win-now mode. Can you find a guy that's going to be your long-term answer in the draft at 20? I'm not going to say you can't because we've seen late draft picks be very, very, very successful. But do I expect it from the Chicago Bears? No. Mm. Do I expect it from this regime? No. Now, and, and you're trying to sell me on, well, uh, Matt Nagy wasn't in the room and, um, you know, this is a better room. And so Ryan Pace will make better decisions. Let me Let me tell you about the room. Talk to me about the room, dog. You know who Dow Loggins wanted to pick when he was here in Chicago? Deshaun Watson. Oh. You know who John Fox wanted to pick when he was here in Chicago? Who? Deshaun Watson. Mm. You know who most of the Chicago Bears coaching staff wanted to pick when they were here in Chicago? Deshaun Watson. And so don't talk to me about, well, we have better culture in the room. Because if you're dumb... Uh, a general manager had listened to the room the first time around and at least sat down with Deshaun and had dinner with my man, at least sat down with him and talked to him about, you know, what do you feel about uh, winning the national championship? You might have him in the building already and we might not be worrying about a franchise quarterback. So when people talk to me about the room might be better, Matt Nagy might be able to help decision making. Yes, Matt Nagy did sit in the room with the big names. That, that picked Pat Mahomes. He was a driving force in the selection of Pat Mahomes. But at the end of the day, we ain't got Pat Mahomes. And we ain't got Deshaun Watson. And why? Because your general manager decided to sit in a room and say, I'm going to bet the house on a dude who basically is just a guy that lost out to a bricklayer and had a good playoff game. 
or, or a good bowl game. That's what happens when you when you trust the room or lack thereof. So don't talk to me about the room. You know what? The chat keeps me so engaged because, like, seriously, I I'd be learning some stuff in the chat. Like, I until I started doing this with you, Pat, I really didn't know that they didn't even interview him. They didn't even say that. I didn't know. Didn't that. talk to him, bro. Didn't take him to dinner. Nothing. Didn't, didn't even call him. The disrespect, bro. I'm the national. You got the number two. You had the number three pick. You traded up to get the number two pick. Did they have three or four? One of them. And you traded up to get two to guarantee that you got the quarterback of your future. To guarantee that you got the quarterback of your future. And you picked a dude that got beat out by somebody that's laying bricks right now. He probably working overtime today, making well, bricklayers make good money. Probably make about fifty dollars an hour. No, no disrespect to right, brick. Y'all make good money. It's some bricklayers on the on the live. You better watch out now. No, no, <laughs> listen, they make great money. You know what I'm saying? Like, but they don't make starting QB. They, they don't make number two draft pick money. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Like. Bro, to, to me, it's it's mind-blowing to me that we're here, that we're literally sitting here having a conversation about should the Chicago Bears trade for Deshaun Watson? No, it's not should the Chicago Bears trade for Deshaun Watson. It's could they. Mm. It's can they. Because I'm going to be real with you. If the Colts come calling and Deshaun got a no-trade clause. so he Wasn't that what I called as soon as everybody was on the train? I said he got a no-trade clause. So much you think he's going to come here? If 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 what was here was set up for success, I think he would come here. Because I think Houston knows that uh, um, the the Bears are desperate. Ryan Pace is desperate. So let me ask you this: Are we set up for success? Not don't think Deshaun Watson's success. Are we set up to? Are we even trending that way? You know what sets us up for success? If by some miracle of the imagination oh, at the number one. As soon as you said miracle. <laughs> that's really what it is. If by some miracle of the imagination, the Bears find their franchise quarterback at 20. And I'm not saying it's not possible. Josh Allen was taken in the third round. Right? Am I No, Josh Allen was taken seventh. Uh, uh, um. Who's taking I don't seven? know exactly. But I know he wasn't drafted that far down. No, he was taking seventh in the draft. Was Lamar? Lamar that late? Lamar dropped down tremendously, though. Lamar might have been that late. I don't. I don't remember. But but you know what I'm saying? Like like Tom Brady was taken super late. You know what I'm saying? Like he was like the last pick of the draft. Absolutely. Like you can find those guys. But the question is, do you have the confidence in the Chicago Bears franchise and Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy and George flipping uh, uh, McCaskey? Yo, Lamar was taking 32nd. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's tough. And and to me, it's it's just okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Eric Pleasant in the live, he said, do y'all trust the quarterback from Bama? Mm. He, Listen, he plays the quarterback position well, but he definitely looks to me like a college quarterback. Like one of those guys that 
that probably won't make that move to the next level. You know, you know what I mean? But, but to me, like, uh, I, I look at this team and I say, okay, find that guy. Maybe it is Mac Jones. Maybe it is. And Muzz want to talk about his photo. Oh, he didn't look good at the con or he didn't look good in his picture. He looks out of shape. Let me tell you, go look at, go look at Tom Brady pictures. I see why Tom Brady was taking uh, uh, the last pick in the trap. Tom Brady, Tom Brady built like a whole stepdad. <laughs> Yo, it's funny though, but I, I tell you one thing though. Russell Wilson, that's what I was thinking of. Russell Wilson went in the third round. Appreciate you. You know what? I was going to say Dak, but I was like, something about that don't sound right. I think Dak went late, too. I know Dak Dak went late because the Bears picked like 40 other people before Dak. Dak might be fourth, third round, too. We got Google. I don't know why we ain't looking. Hey, I'm I'm definitely Googling this one. But you know what I mean? Like, you're not... We're we're sitting here. We're fantasizing fourth round. Fourth round. We're we're fantasizing. Whoa. Speaking of which, hey, listen. If we're gonna be in any sweepstakes, I'm going for Dak. I'm going for Dak. Everybody, listen. He's a. Here's my picks that everyone thinks I'm. I'm a fool for saying. I'm saying if we're gonna go long on anybody, pause. We go for Dak. We go for Dak. Jeez, uh, all right. Now I'm, I'm adjusting it because Dak was my first one. Right. Uh, uh, Stafford is now on my list because I know he's trying to get the heck up out of there. I mean, they've right. wasted that man's entire career. Um, Matty Ice, which I think Atlanta's going to keep. And uh, Jameis Winston. I don't think we should get Jimmy G. Absolutely I'll, not. You got I'm that. I'll keep Nick Foles. I'll keep Nick Foles. You got that. Listen, you got that twice. <laughs> Jimmy Jimmy G, which one you want? You want young Jimmy G or old Jimmy G? Because you got young Jimmy G right now, and old Jimmy G's uh, the backup. Hey, listen. This goes to show you the state that we're in. But, hey, listen, this is – yeah, Jimmy G is so injury prone. And he's a statue. He's not as mobile as he used to be either. So It's just uh, – to, to me, to me, where's hope? You know what I'm saying? Where's hope for this Bears team? Where is hope for this Bears team? Because I'm telling you, it's in a black QB named Jameis Winston. <laughs> but but honestly, bro, that's a bridge. I don't think he is. So LASIK just fixed his fixed the fact that he threw 30. LASIK just fixed Steph Curry's ass. I mean. <laughs> Steph Curry was winning championships before LASIK. Let's not talk about that. Hey, hey, but no, but no, this is the thing. Let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be real, though. Let's be real. Tom Brady, for the most part, other than, what are we saying, three pieces? A.B., who came middle of the season, Leonard Fournette, and Gronk. Other than those three pieces, Tom Brady has taken what Jameis Winston could not to a conference championship. I'm not comparing year 20,000 versus Jameis Winston. What what year was Jameis Winston? He had many years he gave gave him two, three? Two, Listen, three. Jameis Winston was in like year four or five. I'm pretty sure they picked up his option. Jamie, listen, hold on. Nah, because now I feel like you. Yeah, okay, five. Yeah, five. Listen, his system was garbage, though. Like, I mean, let's not let's not make it seem as if but, he but just had to, like 
He's the playing protection in the same, that they gave Tom Brady. He definitely he, didn't have. So I don't, I don't care what nobody's playing said. in the same system. Tom is right now. Bruce they, Arians was there they, last they, year. Heck no, Brett. Listen, the chat got my back. Hey, Tom Brady came in and was like, "Hey, this is what we doing. You want to go to the Super Bowl? This is what we doing. Like, come on now. That's like, like literally for this generation. That's like LeBron going to a team and the coach saying, "Okay, here's the game plan." LeBron's gonna look at that game play and say, "That's cute." And this Here's is what they're doing, right? Here's the difference. <laughs> That's exactly the what difference. happened on the Lakers. Let me like, give you the difference. They ran an RPO system last season, right? Just like Tom's running. Uh, Jameis picked P over R many a times <laughs> in a situation where P was not the best move. Dog, I'm trying to tell you, Tom made that man switch. Because, no. hey, because Tampa had a couple of games where they looked real trash, and you see the clear difference once Tom Brady started barking at people. I'm sorry. Nah, nah. No, Tom Brady barking at his offensive line made a clear difference because in the beginning of the season, you saw it. Uh, against the Bears, remember, against the Bears, we kept seeing penalties. Muzz is sitting there fighting. It's like, yo, what's going on? And Tom Brady like, yo, get it together or I'm cutting you. It's like, wait a minute, Tom. Hold on. You can't cut me. You don't own my contract. I am hey. the I am, the- <laughs> I am the goat. I actually carry a literal goat with me. Oh man! In case mugs forget, you know what I'm saying. But but even if you say that, like even if you say, okay, Tom Brady switched the system up, whatever it is, thirty interceptions, like that's a lot. Now he threw for thirty touchdowns, five thousand yards. That's great. But what's going to change here? Like thirty. 30 interceptions, 30 touchdowns, and 5,000 yards still didn't land you a playoff spot, and you feeling good about Jameis Winston. Hey, all I'm saying is this. I trust Jameis Winston with his 30 INTs more than I trust Mitchell Trubisky with his, like, what, he had 12? He, had, he didn't have that many this, this season. That's Nobody he, did. I think the most in the league was, like, 15 because Jameis wasn't there. Oh, my God. Could you imagine if Jameis had played this if Jameis had the same, hey bro, he just he just beating mugs by like thirty interceptions. If they let Jameis start on the uh, on the New Orleans, I think he'd have fifteen in ints, but I think they'd also he'd also set another record. I think he has the ability. He's shown that he has the ability because the team he had wasn't good. I don't care what nobody say. That's I'm gonna be trash. I'm gonna be real with you. I don't think the team he had uh, 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 in New Orleans was good without Michael Thomas on it. That receiving core is literally just well, Alvin Kamara run out and catch this pass. Hey, yeah, that's true. And most like you well. know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't fault Drew for losing. Like Michael Thomas literally came back just to be injured the entire game and not catch a pass. Yeah. So so like to me, like even the fact that we're having this argument about Jameis flipping Winston. <laughs> you count my boy out, I'm trying to tell you. Hey, listen. 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 Hey, why he doing a black QB like that? I'm pulling. Whether, away. whether he, I would love. <laughs> I would, you know what? I would love to see a black QB here. You know which one I would like it to be? <laughs> the one that we should have drafted, bro. Hey. Like, like, legitimately, we're sitting here arguing about Jameis Winston, bro. I ain't arguing with you. That's 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 where we are. You know what this sound like? This sounds like to me. Um, Tomas Staderanski really brings uh really brings stability to the Chicago Bulls offense. It's oh. still Sato. He putting up eight points a game. Oh oh oh! Wait 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 a second! Wait a second! Wait a second! That's a great segue because. Sadaraski really does bring balance to the offense. <laughs> so I don't care while what he may. Saying. While he may, we're talking about him in Chicago right now. Like we getting Magic Johnson back. <laughs> Dog, Sado coming back 
with our with Kobe White not having to think, getting his head out of his behind so he can actually just score, which is all he wanted to do, sounds great to me. In fact, sounds sounds lovely. We're not getting magic back. We're getting saddle. Dog, listen. <laughs> we're getting saddle. And look, we're not getting Drazen Petrovic back. We're getting saddle. <laughs> Actually, that's a great segue because I was actually doing some uh, I was doing some diving on some uh, I was just on some topics or whatever. And uh, that whole IT and uh, what's your boy name? Levine connection is real. That's a real connection. It's definitely real. How you feel about them actually picking them up? I think since we talk in Chicago sports, you might they rocking with us. They know what we do. Hey, before we get to that, man, we want to give a shout out to the fine folks at Martinelli Originals, man. They're the people to supply the ASKR studios with these lovely Chicago sports logo heads. We got the Bulls one. We got the Bears one. I got a White Sox one. I got to go pick up. I refuse to get a Cubs one. We'll, we'll get one of them kid. You know, look at that jersey over there. Hey, guess what they're going to do? Not a goddamn thing. Anyway, um, but y'all got a shout out, man. The fine people at Martinelli Originals. Check them out by clicking the link in the description below. Oh, as we, as Lamar, uh, not Lamar, LeVar Ball would say, switch gears here real quick. I, I was going to say the actual quote, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe she made a big deal out of that. Anyway. You are wilding tonight. Anyway. Uh, it's the blue moon, man. I don't know what it is. You know, I've been on the diet. blue moon. Hey, hey listen, I, I'm, I'm showing a bottle like we sponsored by them and stuff. Um, <laughs> no. Um, so so uh, ask your question again. I was saying that what do you think about or how do you feel about a potential IT signing, especially for like a vet minimum? What does it improve? Like, I'm not signing somebody just to sign them. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, actually getting saddled back improves a need that the Bulls have. You're improving stability, whether it's off the bench or starting. Um, at the point guard position because you don't have any because when after Kobe White is literally just like, well, let Pat Will run it. Let Zach run it. Let Thad Young run it. let You know what I'm saying? Like, what does bringing in IT improve? My thought process on it, because I'm not really big on it myself, but I thought it was interesting. Chemistry is already there. Uh, IT in himself has never been like a, he's never been a Chris Paul or a good true point, but I'm also thinking of veteran experience. And that's yeah. one thing you can't discount. You know, you can't discount someone who knows how to run an offense or be a part of an offense, and someone who's been humbled and knows his and knows how to pick his spots. And yeah. so, a humble star like or a former star like Isaiah Thomas could run this offense better than an up and coming Kobe White, who has no <laughs> intentions. In fact, to me, Kobe White is a discount it with more hype. That's all I see. When I see when I when I look at Kobe White, I'm not I I tried to give him a chance and listen, he's gonna be good, but we're playing him out of his position. Absolutely. Like we're told with listen, Halliburton is a rookie, and I can look at that kid and I say, This guy knows how to run the position and he can score when he needs to. He's Halliburton fine. iffy though. Hall, Halliburton is kind of like he's a rook though. But but you know he's what showing me more promise than someone than Kobe. But but this is the thing, this is the thing. Technically, if we're looking at it by the numbers, Kobe is too. We can say he's not because of the year, because he had a year. But you got to understand, that year was with Jim Flippin' Boylan, who basically was just a head back there making noise that the team somewhat looked at as a coach. Um, And then 
it was cut short in the middle of it. I get it. And then it's not like to me, I'd be cool with it if like if there was some build up. You know what I'm saying? Like if Billy was able to get in here and say, This is what I want you to do for this system, let's work on this for three months. But legitimately, like they hired Billy and they were like, All right, well, we're gonna meet on Zoom calls. Mm. Like that that's the reason I'm saying let's see what he can grow into because literally I, I don't think there's ever been a point guard that's come into a system that had to learn that system against, I can't say ever been a point guard, but ever been somebody that you've thrown into your starting lineup that you're counting on to be a major contributor that had to learn that system and that position against competition that was actually trying. You know what I'm saying? Like in training camp, like your boys is trying, but don't nobody want to hurt you. Mm-hmm. In preseason, nobody's trying to get hurt. They're just trying to get to the regular season so everybody looks great. It's like, oh, he can run the system. He came in against, and, it, and it's not like he came in against the weakest competition. He came in against LeBron, Kawhi, uh, Giannis. Uh, um, the, 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 I'm talking about the teams, not the players themselves, but the teams that are playoff caliber teams, and they're saying, Figure the system out while playing against the best of the best of the best. The people that arguably are going to be in your Eastern and Western Conference Finals. There are certain intangibles that point guards have. Like when you're playing in your position and you're playing within what you're comfortable with. Yeah. come naturally, right? And so we can make the excuses of, oh, new coach and all this stuff, right? Listen, the, I can name you a couple of rookies who've showed up and showed out with very similar circumstances, actually worse because they have to do it in COVID. They, they've stepped into the big leagues. They have no idea who these people are. They're trying to establish. I can give you a, a worse scenario and show you people who are pulling up Kobe white numbers, but they're this playing their of, game. Th- this is what I'm saying. Who you made a video today is Kobe white, the point guard of our future. Yeah. yeah. Not a chance in there. He's a two guard. Let him be a two guard. And so, the thought process of bringing IT in is someone who can score and seeing it's score off the bench because we do need help on our second unit. Right. Because I'm not looking at Saddle to be a great bucket getter. I'm not looking at Arch to be a bucket getter. But right. we need somebody on the second unit to be a bucket getter and someone who can control the flow of our offense. And so I'm looking at someone being able to do that and who already has some chemistry with my star player, which is Zach Levine who's advocating for him as you see him retweeting all the stuff from IT and stuff like that. So I think it's interesting. Now, do I think it's the end all be all? No, that could be a bridge until we get our, our point guard of the future. But, you know, in that whole thought process, you say, well, who do we start? Who do we slide down? I'll be honest with you. I, when Laurie is on, I don't see nothing that Wendell does that he can't do. And in this era of positionless basketball, I could start Laurie at five, Pat Will at four, Zach at three, Kobe at two, and get me a point and have a decent offense on the floor that could flow and put up buckets. I Your really offense could. could flow, but now you have literally just Pat Will at defense. You put that much eff- emphasis on uh, Wendell Carter's defense? I mean, Wendell Carter did just have a game where he had five steals and three blocks. Like that's one game. I, I I mean I I look at these mugs. I I think Wendell Carter has actually played better defensively than he has offensively. I think he's about to get cut. That's why he <laughs> he auditioned for his next role. Goddamn, he's not gonna get cut. He's he's in his second year or third year. 
I'm just talking. You know I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and, and listen, I'm not I, th- this is my thing. I'm not saying you're wrong at the end of the day. I'm saying I'm not ready to give up on it because I feel like we're in an era of not even just basketball, just sports. Well, we're just like, yo, uh, he was terrible his first year and a half. Cut him. Or he's only shown flashes. He ain't played consistently. Cut him. If Denver had done that with Jamal Murray, he wouldn't be there right now. Because Jamal Murray is the is the king of up and down. Yes, that's a fact. That's you know what I'm saying? Like, and and all until the bubble last year, it's like, oh snap, now he's driving 50. Oh snap, he can score. We gotta make him a four. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes it, we we want we want the switch to be immediate. It's it's the NBA, right? We see so many rookies come in and the switch is immediate. That's not everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm not willing to give up on people immediately. <laughs> Because I don't think oh. their game is is working out. I'm not Ooh. saying I'm not saying that you're giving up on Kobe. I know you think Kobe's more of a two than a one. I'm saying that we're literally seeing Kobe White. We're not seeing the Kobe White from last season. Essentially, we're seeing rookie Kobe White. He just been in the league one more year, so he understands the business a little better. He doesn't understand this system any better. He doesn't understand being a point guard any better. You know what? I hear that, but then I disagree with it. Just as a ball player myself. I don't have to know the actual system just to make intelligent decisions at key points within the game. But if you've never been asked to make those decisions. No, 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 no. You don't get that pass. You don't get that pass. Why am I rushing to take a a, rushing a shot with 18 seconds left in uh, at the end in the late game situation? Agreed. That's not really going to call him out for that, though. That's that's what that's what I want to see. I want to see the rebound from that. So here's the thing. That's I want to see the rebounds now because Billy, Billy literally was like, uh, Kobe, come down. He take a three in the system, knocks it down. Come down again, take a three in the system, knocks it down. Comes down, take a heat check. We didn't need that. Mm-hmm. He calling them out. And 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 I'm going to be real with you. Billy Donovan seemed like the type of dude, if he call you out, you might be one step away from the bench. He definitely looked like he was one step away. You know what I'm saying? He like, yeah. he like, hey, uh, we don't need the heat check. I'm letting you know in this press conference so that when I come back here and tell you about it, you know, Saddle's back on Friday. <laughs> it It's just one of those things where I think Billy sees it. I think Billy knows and he's just doing the right things. As far as keeping his young group together, not trying to kill their confidence and stuff like that, which I can appreciate. I can really appreciate someone really doing that. Yeah. But even he knows he's not playing him in a position. You can tell because he removes him at certain points of the game. Yeah. You can tell because he actually has Zach bring the ball down and Kobe's not on the floor in certain situations early well, in the I game. Think, I think he's allowing him to be – he's allowing him to to get in, in real game situations and, and practice what he's practicing or play what he's practicing. But he's also like, we got to win. Yeah. And for us to win, you need to be a two. But I want you to learn. And that's why that's why I really like I put the video out about Billy Donovan. I, I love what Billy's doing. Absolutely. He's not he's not putting these dudes in positions to fail. They might be in a position to fail for a little bit, but at the end of the day, Kobe White can score. So I'm putting you in at point guard. I want you to play the point guard position. I want you to set your team up, settle them down, understand what they need to do to be successful at these points. But at the same time, 
I know that you can blow past the man that's standing in front of you or knock down a mid-range or knock down a three. Like, I know you can score. So that's not a position of failure. I, I love what Billy's doing with that. The interesting thing about all of it is um, we have options that are there. We even yeah. have some good – like, if anyone has ever looked at the free agent listing right now, yeah. they may be older or they may be old because Jay Crossover is old. <laughs> oh, I would love it though. He's available. I know. He's I available. Don't know, but Gerald Green is available. Who I think. I, but this is the thing. I wonder if he's serious about it. Gerald Green, I'm cool on. But wow. I, I wonder, I wonder if Jay Crow is serious about it. Why are you why are you pass on Green though? Because he showed up for the Rockets. I'm passing on green because right now you have money on your bench that is get playing that role for you, essentially. Like, Gerald Green's not going to do anything that Otto Porter's not currently doing. He's, he's going to shoot threes. He's going to play defense. He's a better shooter, and he's a better defender, and he's cheaper. Yeah, but you still got to pay Otto Porter right now. Now, if you get rid of Otto Porter, it's different. But right now, you have that on your bench. Like, if they trade out of Porter and then they'd be like, oh, we signed Gerald Green. Great. Athleticism, runs the floor, several deep playoff runs, vet, min- vet minimum potentially. Yeah, but you, I did you, the numbers on it. We could actually take it on. But but who are you going to cut? Somebody, but we, have to, we could take it on. You got 15 people on your team that already make more money than he's going to make. Talk. Who we gonna cut? Are you are you serious? You, listen, <laughs> I the only reason I'm not saying our, it's some people on our roster who ain't set foot on the court since the season. Started. And listen, the only reason I'm saying you can't cut Felicio is because the oh, dead one is gonna kill your cap. You, you do. I was going for him too. Oh yeah. Oh for sure. I'd cut him in a minute. The neck beard is wild out here. You know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> this man is in, in competition with Abraham Lincoln for best neck beard of the year. But um, dude, that's crazy. I, it, it's just I one of those things. Okay, if, if I'm being honest with you, I'm not saying don't cut Felicio because I hate him. I don't hate him. That's the wrong word. I really dislike that he's on our team. I, cut I don't him. hate him as a person. I really dislike that he plays for our team. I really dis. I really, you know who I if if leaning toward the word hate, but not hate. Strong dislike, really strong. I really dislike D Wade for allowing that man to get paid that much money for throwing him alley oops for an entire season. You disrespectful. But uh, to me, like wow. <laughs> hey, listen, that's that's wild, bro. Like like you bogus for doing that to us. You knew what you was doing. Then you went back to Miami and then retired. Like come on, bro. But um, cutting Felicio to me, like, okay, you lost that money. You're going to pay him that money anyway. Where does Gerald Green fit into this rotation if you don't get rid of Otto Porter? Because Otto Porter's already in Billy Donovan's good graces. Well, how you figure? Because he's playing a lot. And he's playing at the end of the fourth quarter. Like, he's playing when Pat Will is not. And we know Pat Will is in Billy Donovan good graces because he like, look, just go out there, play LeBron. Wait a minute, bro. I've been in the league 14 games. Play him. Play him. That's why I felt like he wasn't because he started him He started him over uh, Otto. I feel like he started him over Otto because he understood what the future was. He probably knows coming into this season we're trying to move somebody like Otto Porter. 
Because think about it. If you're how Otto's playing right now, if you're the Lakers or the Clippers or um if, if I know uh, I'm moving Otto, I that's exactly if I'm trying to move Otto, that's exactly why I make some moves to get like a jail green. Because Jail Green is literally last season put up the close to the same numbers. Limited jail green at any point, and you're also asking Gerald Green to come play when Gerald Green probably knows those same teams I just named are gonna call him mid midway through the season. I don't know about all that. Why wouldn't they? If I'm the Lakers or the Clippers, or if I'm the uh, uh Milwaukee Bucks, or if I'm like, why wouldn't I? Heck, Toronto just cut Alex Lynn the other day. Why wouldn't they call? They looking for answers left and right. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's going to be those championship teams that are going to call. Why would I come? Because they know I'm going to play defense, and they know I'm going to be, and I'm going to shoot. I'm going to come in. I'm going to shoot. <laughs> I'm going to come in. What, what are you here for? I'm coming in. And I'm shooting. Jared Smith got a contract last year, just because he was homies with LeBron. Jared Smith got another ring. Yo, I just thought about that. That's wild. Yo, he does, don't he? J.R. Smith got another ring, bro. Wow. We we both just came to this oh, right now. Uh, what's the name also got a ring? He ain't on the team right now either. Who? Is it Waiters? Deion Waiters? Deion Waiters, Waiters got another ring. Waiters got another ring. He ain't on the team right now. That's wild. That's wild, bro. He's only 29. Is Deion Waiters that young? He's not that young, is he? Deion Waiters is 29, bro. You looking this up right now? I mean, I looked it up before, but I know when he, I know his date of birth. Because it's like a month after mine. On like the same day. So I looked it up previously on something else because like, I was like, he from Philly and everything. Like, no, whatever. That sounds 29. Really that sounds wow. Really so, <laughs> so, what is he? Wow. That's a two guard for you. Wow. But you got that. Wait, is he on the Lakers? No, nah, no, nah, they ain't pick him up. They ain't pick be, him up. He's a free see. agent. He's a free agent. Yeah, bro. Wow. That's wild, bro. Brandon Knight is a free agent? That's okay. All right, calm down. Yo, Brandon Knight is a free agent. Ain't bad, though. Well, I don't want to see him in a Bulls jersey getting dunked on, bro. Let that man die. I mean, listen, he's had <laughs> Let him die. Listen, he's the only person career, I know who has. His career ended the day DeAndre Jordan sent him to heaven. <laughs> Oh yeah, that definitely when he when it happened. But I mean, he's not. He could get you some buckets. He actually has some. Uh, he actually showed up. Now that I think about it, it's like I get the IT connection, but I would rather have waiters. Um, I really would. Um. Uh. Nah, I'm cool. I mean, I'm cool with this. Is the thing. Th this is what you have to think about. By the way, while we in here, let me say this real quick before we before we get too off topic. Well, we not off topic. I'm finna get off topic. Um, six K, six K, six thousand subscribers. I appreciate y'all so much, Joe. 
6,000 subscribers. We just hit it during the live. Facts. That's what I'm talking about, Joe. Congrats, my boy. Y'all out here showing love, bro. Like, man, I wish Kid was here so I could bust open this Crown Royal crit. I'm going to be there Friday. I know. We're going to drink it then. Man, 6K, bro. That's crazy. Um, Dang, that's crazy. I I appreciate it. Hey, listen, but I'm still over here just appreciating my 71. Bro, but you you eating too, bro. Like, like I'm telling you, bro. It just start for me to just start like 28 days ago. Bro, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, bro. Like, I love y'all. Don't understand, G. I love this. I love interacting with y'all, bro. Corey, you absolutely one of the six K, bro. Omar, shout out to you. Julian, shout out to you. Does that say Ichigo? We got anime in the chat. Ichigo, shout out to you, my boy. Go go slice some uh slice some demons. You know what I'm saying? But uh, don't worry about it. That's an anime thing. Don't worry about it. Shout out to everybody in here. You know what? Shout out Jay Crit. I shout out to you, bro. Definitely, bro. Jeffrey, shout out to you, my man. Man, that's crazy, bro. That's great. 6K, bro. 6,000 people is rocking with me, bro. How much was it? Like, what was it like? 2,000, like earlier this year? Bro, I started the year. At, at, under a two thousand, bro. It was under a thousand, bro. Stop playing. I started the year at under a thousand. No, no, no. Well, I mean, okay. Let's let's caveat it. We're in a new year, but I started the year at uh, uh <laughs> hey Corey, hey Corey. Yeah, PK got a channel, bro. Make sure you check that out. That's in uh, that's that's on the um, on the breeze page. If you go to the top link, PK should be the first channel that's up there. Uh, it should be the first thing you see when you get on there, man. Um, man, like which is another big thing because he ain't got to do all that. So, oh, you, you, bro, man, we out here, bro. Like, like, uh, the journey, bro. Like, the whole podcast just shifted when I seen that. Like, the journey is 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 ongoing, and, and the fact that y'all rocking with me, and the fact that man that I know it, like, like we don't know each other personally, mostly because I haven't been able to have events. Like, I really plan on having events where I get to meet y'all face-to-face. You know what I'm saying? Because I really do rock with y'all, the fact that y'all vibe with me. Um, but, you know what I'm saying? The fact that I know y'all, you know, Crit, uh, 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 Sam in here. Man, Sam, Baki. Baki is in a, a OG. You know what I'm saying? Jeffrey, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's wild, G. That's wild. That is wild. Blessings, y'all. Hey, I appreciate just brought something up. You are getting watched in Europe, bro. Who who said that? Oh yeah, yeah, Kip, oh yeah, Crit, Crit talking about man. I mean, yeah, I guess yeah. <laughs> that is crazy, ain't it? Man. That is crazy. Let me let me throw that up there. That's crazy, bro. I'm I'm really I'm I'm really humble. Y'all gonna have make him have an emotional moment. <laughs> now nah, I'm not gonna cry or nothing. Like I ain't cried in probably ten years. But uh, <laughs> dog, it's probably the problem. But uh. He get one of those 71. Definitely. Hey, Rosalind Survivor. Hey, check, which is funny, though, because I was actually riding through Rosalind. If you from the town, yeah, you know, it goes down to Rosalind. Yo, I rode through Rosalind. I almost got pulled over twice just because. Like, like seriously, it's like they was looking at the car all weird and stuff, bro. I thought I had I thought I had a moment. I was like, oh, dang, I ain't going to make it home in this piece. Like, 
with that mother set up in that uh <laughs> what is that? Well, a big celebrity a case we long for. You a pirate? Why you got the <laughs> eye patch on for? Fun. <laughs> Yo, nah, I was through that joint. The detectives was peeping like real hard. I was like, always, bro. They be sitting in the like, cut, don't they? Be dog. Hey, listen, that's that's less legit. If you from the town, man, listen, that's a that's a fitting title right there because it goes down. <laughs> like, we got Inglewood in the chat. Eric Pleasant. Hey, man, listen. Right now, that if gentrification was a word, it would be Inglewood. <laughs> hey. hey, when I went through Inglewood, I saw somebody walking their dog, their little lap dog. Man, listen. <laughs> yeah. Corey, I appreciate you, my boy. Thank you. Hey, listen, we got to get all off topic. Hey, listen. We're we just- did, bro, but I, I feel like that was an acceptable get off topic. <laughs> no, but sincerely, though, I, I, I appreciate the hard work you put into it. Y'all don't understand. Me and Pat talk every day. And Pat really does put a lot of time. Like most of the videos he's making, he's doing right before work at four o'clock in the morning. Like literally, we're doing this, this, this right now. He's gonna have to get up at four o'clock in the morning to drop the video before he goes to work. Come back, do it again at another podcast. Then we're gonna call the, the show uh Friday. You know, maybe he rested. The man don't sleep. I thought I I didn't sleep. That man not healthy. Sleep. So, not healthy. Don't live like me. And here's the thing. It's all because he's like literally focused on growing the growing the community, growing the uh, the page, getting it out there, and like so that type of work ethic is inspiring because you hear about that whole Kobe work ethic, but when you meet people who actually have it, totally different ball game, y'all. Like the you don't understand all the behind the backs, uh, all behind the back, behind the you know what I'm trying to say behind the scenes, behind the scenes today. There you go, all of that stuff, bro, for real. This I heard double crossing me. Hey, listen, whatever it is, <laughs> it's the blue moon, baby. It's the blue moon. Nah, it's, 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 no, it's for y'all, bro. bro. Like, it really is. Like, the fact that kid is rocking with me, man, the fact that y'all are rocking with me, like, that's what keep me going. We we vibing, bro. 6K is the beginning, bro. When we at 600K, I'm still, and, and, and shout out to the people that's really, dang, Crit, don't nobody got seven kids, bro? What is Crit talking about, bro? Hey, listen. If he was a, hey, if he wasn't working this hard on the show, he probably would though. <laughs> he probably would be popping up things. Hey, no kill feeling. This is. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, you be sitting there talking about some uh some uh the Morris only family has now reached 10. <laughs> like, you know what I'm now I can start my family. Oh man, I appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate y'all. Let's get back on topic, man. God dang it, I love y'all, man. Um that was a good one. Man, that's crazy, bro. Like it's crazy. But but let let's let's get back to these. I mean, honestly, we can switch gears off of that, man. Real talk. Um, hey Jeffrey says some people do got six kids. Y'all gotta chill. <laughs> hey Jeffrey, my condolences, G. Um, <laughs> oh, is that that's that's the wrong way to say that. That's, my way, bad. that's the wrong way of saying it. My <laughs> bad. But um, coming from somebody with zero, I got two. I'm a stick. Shout out to kid, man. Kid doing this thing with kids out here too, man. He a wild boy, but um. No, um, let, let's switch gears one more time. We're going to get into this last topic. Then we're going to get uh, uh, up out of here. Um, and I'm going to really defer to P-Kid on this one because uh, this is a topic that um, what while he's talking it may, mainly just uh, to help the show, he really is a fan of the team. And uh, shout out to Michelle Williams. Is that Michelle? Michael? 
Michael or is that Michelle? C H or is that a sh or is that a k? I think that's Michael. Michael, okay, I like that. I've never seen Michael spelled like that. I like that. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna be real with you. What's going on on the north side, bro? Man, screw you. Sure. Listen, the reason I say that is because y'all don't understand. I live closer to the Cubs. I mean, closer to the Sox. He lives closer to the Cubs, technically. Yet, for some way, some way, somehow, I guess grew, grew up, grew up, grew up. Because right now, I'm probably closer to the South Side than I am the North Side. Do me a favor. Take your address. Put it into uh, to, to Google Maps. Let's do it right now. Do it right now. Let's see which one it takes it. I guarantee you that you're honestly, probably, honestly, real talk is probably the same distance both ways. Now that I think about it, because you, <laughs> you know what I'm dead in the middle. It probably is, but anyway. Um, let's see. What is oh shoot? I don't know the name of the stadium now. What is it? Guaranteed rate. Yeah, it's guaranteed rate, which is the dumbest thing ever. Where are dumb you as heck. All right, so I'm 20 minutes from guaranteed rate, right? I'm 20 minutes from 20 minute rate. lie. Do a 20 minute lie. No, legit, 20 minutes. I'm 29 minutes from Wrigley. All right, anyway, so check this out. Like I said well, before I said before Google lied about it, he lives, close, face. he lives close to the Cubs Stadium. Okay, that's wrong. Listen, I don't drove. I got to drive to your house. That's wrong. No, nah, you know <laughs> what it is? It's not taking traffic into account right now. That's a that's a good point, too. It takes an hour to get to his house when I was only six miles away. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, but anyway... um. So no, listen. We Mike we avoided, in the chat. Mike, what's good? What's good? What's good? We avoided arbitration and all that stuff. Listen, I haven't put out another Cubs video because I really don't know what the heck we're doing. Like I get the whole we avoid arbitration. We might keep Contreras for a little bit, reset, but they just gonna move them. So at this point, like yo, no, I don't know what's going on. You tell me. You tell me what's going on. The only thing I keep seeing is the Blue Jays keep making moves. The White Sox keep making moves. Hey, listen, the Astros, who else made some moves? Everybody made some good hey, listen, moves. Listen, Q went back to Q went back and linked up with uh with uh with Joe Madden. You look real upset by that. This ain't even a when it hooked up with, uh, he went and linked up with Jake Arietta. What it looked like is we got rid of our entire bullpen. That's what it's looking like. We deplete our bullpen. Although I would say Davies is not that bad. He did have an all-star year, like a, a great a, a career year last year. It ain't bad, but I mean, but this is my I, thing, bro. I don't, the, I don't get the move considering that. Uh, That's the thing. None of it makes sense. You Darvish had a career year. Well, well, he was turning the corner. He actually did have a career year. He had, a but none of it makes sense. It don't. It don't. Like, look, this is my thing. This is my thing. Lester walked. If you're going to rebuild, which I see a lot of people saying it, it uh, uh, the Cubs are rebuilding. They're not. You know what happens when you rebuild? And listen, coming from somebody that rebuilds, <laughs> Jay Chris said table flip. Not my team, my boy. Man, listen. But uh, I would but, flip uh, this table if it wasn't all my equipment on top. Of this. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna come though, dog. Like, man, no, this, this is the thing. I've I've been through the rebuilds. You know what happens when you rebuild? You trade Chris Sale for nothing. Not nothing. You got Yo Amankata out of it. But you oh, trade Chris man. Sale. You're talking about trading Chris Sale when your team look like a freaking juggernaut right now. But you got to think we did not. 
We traded every you trade Adam Eaton, you trade Chris Sale, you trade Jose Quintana, who at the time, while he didn't play well for the Cubs, Jose Quintana was a top five pitcher in the American League, especially at the left hand, uh coming from the left hand side. Uh you trade the best of the best of the best. Say bottom out just left the Cubs, not that guy. Oh, yeah, for sure. Same not dude. That guy? That Same guy? dude. Same dude. Top five. That's that's a, thanks, Cubs. Shout out to Eloy. But um that's the thing. If you're going to bottom out, bottom out. Don't do it halfway. Don't do it halfway. Because you know what they did right now? They're saying, uh, we want to win, but not really because we don't want to spend any money. So we're going to get rid of you, Darvish. We're not going to bring back John Lester. who And, and I, I want to get your opinion on the John Lester thing. Um, I'm, I'm going to finish this and then we'll get your opinion on that. We're going to get rid of John Lester. We're going to get rid of Q. We're going to get rid of, but, but we're going to keep Javi, Rizzo, Bryant, and Contreras. So, so you're still trying to win, but you don't want to actually pitch to anybody. James McClendon, what's good, my boy? Are we really trying to win or are we just not? We just trying to get some good trade value. I mean, possibly, possibly, which if you're signing one year deals, you're trying to avoid arbitration. I would. But you could also make the argument that you're trying to uh, um, you're trying to stay off a COVID year, hoping you get fans back to where you get more revenue, so that you can sign some of these guys to the big money deals. Man, you put so much thought into that. I was done as soon as as soon as that. Nah, you put too much thought. That's why you really. That's why you deserve six thousand subscribers. Because I would have been like, dog. I, I straight up would have been in this chat like, man, I don't know what the hell going on. I would have left. Like, like that's just dope. But, but this is the thing. This is the thing. I don't feel sympathy for them. I don't feel sympathy for any team ownership. I'm sorry. You own a sport. You own a sport. Dog, the best news for us right now, it's not even the best news. The only news for us right now is the whole Jared Porter thing. Yeah. Which, again... I'm still trying to figure out, like, what? Like, yeah, like, what the? F- and all the things that could be good news for us. That's that's. I mean, news for us, not good news. That's Just it. On his Ron Isley right now. What the hell is going on between the stadium and my home? Man, listen. And so now they're gonna do that whole investigation and stuff like that. It's just interesting. Now it makes you wonder. That man is wily. That man was wild, bro. Wild, bro. How you just gonna show up, meet the chick from Japan, and just be like, "Dumb." (laughs) We can't joke about that. I want to. That's like I got a bunch of jokes for it, but we can't. We can't. We can't. We're not gonna touch that. We about we about to make big moves. We're not gonna get canceled. I wish, no, heck no. It, listen, for any women in the chat, we apologize. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. But no, seriously, it makes you wonder, what, is that type of uh, conduct and all of that stuff right there, is that a reason why some of these moves are happening now too? Because it's funny how the Porter thing happened and then uh, Lester walks the next day. Or Here's Quintana, the thing, though. Here's Quintana, the thing. Uh, so, Quintana, so I really want to ask you your opinion on John Lester because this is the situation that goes down with Lester, right? Lester wants to be a Cub. Waits for the Cubs to make an offer. Cubs don't make an offer. Doesn't tell his agent to call the Chicago Cubs. Calls ownership himself. Cell phone to face. Yo, I really want to be a Chicago Cub. I don't care what it's going to cost. I don't care if you got to defer the money. Pay me whatever five million or whatever you want to give me. I just want to retire a Chicago Cub. 
And y'all said no. Now, business move, why pay them? Right? It's $5 million that you can't, can't make up. But you're not spending $5 million on anybody. You're not saving that $5 million on anybody. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. While, while I do believe that, that from a business standpoint, I understand why you let them go. But it's not like you're letting them go a year too early first a year too late. Um, this is one of the most disrespectful moves I've ever seen in sports. It's disrespectful because, like, when you really look at the contract that he signed with the with the Nats, for those who aren't aware, it is very similar. But that was like that's a general that's a that's a over, that's a gloss over. The yeah. man signed for five million dollars. He took two this year, and said, "Hey, agreed to a three million dollar bonus in twenty twenty three." Facts. It's not even deferred and paid out in increments. It's literally a bonus in 2023, all in one lump sum. But so I tell you what this is, and I hate to bring another sport into this, but I have to because it's the, the most recent reference to a situation like this. Yeah. Anybody watched KG talk about why no one wanted to come to the Bulls for a long time? You know I have. have. I've seen it. You've seen it. You I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Talk about talk about how the organization did they did they superstar did Mike. How the organization did Mike right yeah. because of how they did Mike. No one wanted to come, right? When you really put that into perspective, I feel like that's going to be the exact reason, the exact thing that kills the Chicago Cubs for the next couple of years because of how they just played John. Because realistically, it wasn't about money. He was willing to do what, like you said, he was willing. He just wanted to retire a cub. And now they can't even do that. They didn't even give him that decency. Every sport, every organization, and and listen, every team that, especially the Cubs, when you have such a drought like we have, I think anybody on that team that got us out of that drought who says, hey, I want to retire a cub and they're on their last leg, you give them that dignity. There's not one organization in sports I don't that I depending, that I remember. Depending, depending, because if you're still trying to win, but we're not. That's why I said depending. But if you're what? still trying to win, if you're still trying to compete consistently, like say say the Cubs are are I I mean coming off a a season like 2018 where you're in the NLC NLCS right they were NLCS 2018 uh, NLCS. Um, and you're like, you know what? We need to retool. We need to get some things together so that we can get back into contention the way we want to be. Um, I'm sorry, John, we love you, but we're going to have to let you go because we have to pay this guy and his money is the money that you want. You're not. But here's the you thing. Javi Baez and uh, uh, now, now baseball chump change. I'm, I'm going to say the word chump change, but listen, send me some of that chump change. But you paid Javi Baez and you paid uh, Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo and Wilson Contreras chump change to keep them for a year. You couldn't get this man $5 million deferred. Hey, he was dang near willing to take $400,000 payments over the next 10 years. Give him $2 million with $3 million deferred. Two years. Well, that's what I mean. I'm I'm saying I'm saying five million deferred as as the contract. That's that's essentially what they they gave him. It's a five million dollar deal with 
no, have the money deferred. What what I'm saying is that when you say, hey, when we're talking about them not having money, they're talking about the money for this particular year. Yeah. They have two million dollars. I'm so with that being the case, it's like it's one of those things where it's like, bro, they did that man dirty. And I think that's gonna really come back to bite them in the behind. I think it really is. Players talk to players. People yeah. want to see that report. They're gonna be like, man, that's that's wrong. Especially what y'all did for him. That's wrong. Especially he called like he called them. Yeah. If he calls them to make that deal, they didn't even give it a decency to give him a heads up to let them know what was going on and try to work something out. Guess what? That's bad business. Yeah, that's bad business, and that's gonna really come back to bite them behind. I feel I feel real bad about that. I really do. I feel sorry for him. Not not like he broke or anything like that, but imagine you really wanted to just you know you put it all on line for a team. You really wanted you know just go out just go out with your team. You just want that 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 last thing. He wasn't asking for a whole lot. This this is this is my question though. Is John that kind of good though? John John was great for the Cubs. Absolutely was. Absolutely was great for the Cubs. But when you look at his his standings in the Cubs, I believe he's like 31st in strikeouts. Um, I believe that he I mean, he's not a high ranking picture pitcher in the Cubs organization, especially with how baseball is today. You know what I'm saying? Um, not not strikeouts. Uh, I believe he's 31st in games started. I don't know where he is in strikeouts, but he's not a high ranking pitcher. He's not a top 10, top five guy. And so I don't know if it hurts you uh, um, long-term to get rid of him. But to me, it's just disrespectful that you looked at him and was like, yeah, we know you're our, our World Series champ, and we're really not trying to compete this year because clearly we traded everybody who would have made us competitive other than the guys that could swing a bat. Um, and even though we have one of the worst pitching staffs in the league, um, we're going to move on. That's what's disrespectful about it. It's not the fact that you didn't bring him back. It's that you didn't bring him back while you have a horrible pitching staff other than Kyle Hendricks. Is that true? Did the White Sox just signed Trevor Bauer? Did they just sign Trevor Bauer? No. They, I, unless it just happened while we're on this live right now. Dog, if that happened right now, I was about to flip. Hold on. Let me check. Because Twitter is going to know immediately. Let me hey, check. Don't be messing me up in the chat. Hey, Ben, I'm telling you right now, Benjamin. What did he say? <laughs> no, he said, Ice Sox just signed Trevor Bauer. Don't be met, dog. I will I will cut this live short. <laughs> dog. Well, we're about to get off anyway, but uh, no, 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 no. Uh, I wow. <laughs> hey, number one trading trending topic, which means the Nets definitely lost tonight to the Cavaliers. Oh, Trade did. Kyrie. <laughs> Uh, let me see. Trevor Bauer. Yeah, I got nothing. Okay. All right. Listen. Yeah, I got nothing. Hey, Trevor Bauer is, is, is definitely messing with us though. He definitely yeah, he is. He's definitely messing with us. Hey, let's end this on some stuff that most of our, uh, most of our P1s actually rock with. Uh, what is your take on what, whether or not the Bulls are actually going to make a move to get Zach what he want? What do you think they should do? Hey, listen, everyone's talking about this season, stuff like that. We got to remember, Zach may be coming up for – Zach should be having extension talks real soon. Two years. 
Zach should be in con- he should be having them extension talks real soon. Next year. So with that being the case, where well, are they not gonna wait till next year to do have those talks? You have you have mild conversations, but I'm just listen, this is the thing. We we move so fast, bro. Like, like that's the era we in. Like we gotta watch. We don't watch no more. We literally watch with the aspect of all right, what are we gonna do next? It's like, God dang, enjoy the show. Enjoy dog. what we're seeing right now. Dog. Enjoy what we're seeing right now. You don't, you don't wait till the Zach. Yes, Zach has improved every year at every spot he can improve at. Legitimately, Zach is what, 26? No, 25. He's younger than me, which, God dang it. What do we do with our lives? <laughs> no, but we're here. No, but uh 6K, 6K, 6K. That's what hey, we there you go. But baby. um no, I mean um le- legit like the the like enjoy what we're seeing. Enjoy it. We're we're seeing a team grow. Enjoy it. We're seeing a team learn. Is this team gonna be the exact same when they're in playoff contention? When they're in a uh, uh, top level playoff contention, hopefully, probably not. I think Zach will be there. I think Kobe probably might be there. He might have a different role on the team, but I think he will be there. Uh, I think Lowry's an interesting one. Dog, the reason why I keep saying I'm saying it is because uh, you know that that was a talk before the season began. They were already talking about whether they should extend him or not. And so now that you see the production and stuff like that, you see what people are getting on them type of extensions and stuff like that. It makes you wonder, yo, yo he would have to get a max extension at this point. Yeah, yeah you got it. I think I think the only thing you can offer him. Well, if you pay him this year, you don't have to give him the max. If you pay him next year, you got to give him the max. Because I believe after next season, uh, no, you wouldn't have to give him the max because he would become an unrestricted free agent. You could give him the max if he's uh, on your team. Mm-hmm. So if you pay him during the season, then yeah. And I'm not going to lie to you. Listen, I like Zach. Zach is a player that's improved every season. For the Muzz that be hating on Zach, I'd be like, I don't know what y'all see. But it, I'm not. I'm really not ready to have that conversation with Zach. Like that's a mid-season know. conversation next season. To me, the know. conversation we need to have this year is: Is Lowry going to play uh, uh, well enough to have that conversation be about him? I'm gonna be honest with you. I think you definitely need to sure up your star before you do anything else, because this team without Zach is not. This this team without Zach might as well be Detroit. Nah, yeah, dog. They nah. might as well be Detroit. No, because I think I think you got I think you have you, other guys. I'm I'm waiting for this one. No, 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 I think you have other guys who could score at a high level if you ask them. And it like like I think Kobe White plays the two guard role in that situation. So he's he's in a position where he actually is Kobe, go score. You know what I'm saying? He's actually in that position that you think he needs to be in. And Lowry's definitely playing above level as of right now. Now, whether he's able to stay healthy, that's very different. But like I said, bro, like I'm while Zach may be there, I'm not willing to have that conversation yet. Let's watch what we see. 
Let's see where Zach is at. If by the end of the season, Zach is a is an all-star, absolutely pay that man his money. Just like Allen Robinson, pay that man his money. This is the thing, though. We got competent people over on, uh, uh, uh well, hold on, I almost, almost messed up. We got competent people in one side of the madhouse on Madison because I don't know what they're doing with the Blackhawks. That's a whole different story. That's a whole different story. But we got, we got competent people over there. I expect AK to make the right decision. This is this is the reason why it's pertinent for us to consider it now. We're more we're now 20% of the season is done. Right? Right. The unfortunate part is with COVID still being there, you don't know if the rest of the season how the rest of the season plays out. So from what you've seen, you may have you may very well have the only sample size you will get if if COVID takes this part because even today the Wizards are trying to postpone games and stuff like that. Other teams were like it's it's becoming a real thing. They're increasing the protocols and stuff like that. A lot of this this season is not as it's not a sure thing right now. There's a lot of things going on that people yeah. are talking about about you know even extending you know not having so many back to back stuff. It's 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 interesting how these players can't dap each other up after a game, but they can stick stick each other ninety two feet. I don't get it. Like it's, but you it's, know what that is? It, that's that's the eye test. That's the eye test. That's dumb. Same as same as football. Same as hockey. Same as baseball. It's all the eye test. It, it, you know what it's to look good at? It's to look good for the people that sitting at home. Like how could they touch each other after literally breathing on each other the entire game? Like literally, he has his elbow. Like he has somebody in the post right there. They like going in the post, going for a rebound, but all of a sudden, shaking your hand at halftime is a problem. Or at the half, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And 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 this is the thing. It's it's optics. It's all you know. Make it look good, but they not stopping, bro. The yeah, NFL right. ain't stop. The the mm-hmm. NFL ain't stop. Baseball ain't stop. Baseball had a dude playing third base with COVID that with came COVID. back out after the World Series. Like, ah, what's good, my boy? We won that thing. Let's go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey. Like, not, like they're not stopping again. They're not stopping it. They're it's not stopping again. So this will not be the last sample size you get of this team. This season is going to finish. We're going to an NBA Finals. I don't know how the. I'm gonna be real with you. I haven't even looked deep into how the the mid season playoff is gonna work out. I'm really intrigued on that. So I gotta look into that because I think that's after what we're we're at 14 games. That's another. F- so it's actually supposed to be 15 games away. Yeah, it's 15 games away essentially. You know what I'm saying? It's after 37. I've been looking, I've been looking into it. And the reason why I've been looking into it is because this season and the way that the play-in works and stuff like that, it totally changes everything. Yeah. It totally changes. And, and everyone's sitting there saying it's a long season. No, it's not. This season is going by fast. 20% but, of the season. You know what? I love done. it. I'd rather have this than anything. I, I hate I mean, I games. Hmm. Cause if you trash them last twenty games, they're just like, come on, just keep losing. But and if the you go the last twenty games, it's like, come on, let's get to the playoffs. Hey, but with the play in in the tournament, they practically playing eighty two games. I like that. I like that. You right. You right. But I don't think the your top teams don't play it right. Break it down. You know how it's going. Your top teams don't have to play it. It's really just teams eight through uh, ten through eight, depending on how many games back they are. Right. So far, and it's still a very fluid thing. So. That's why in the video I, I, that I did expressing how although we're the 11 seed, I mean we're still competing for a six spot just because everyone's between three to three and two and a half games back. Right. And so at this point, it's 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 one of those things where it's like 
the new format makes it more competitive for teams like for Eastern Conference now because the Eastern, ironically, is not the weakest conference, but still is the weakest conference. It's funny how that worked out. Uh, but that's mainly because of COVID. COVID and injuries. COVID and injuries has made the Wizards not be as great as they can be. Injuries has totally decimated Orlando. Injuries have decimated uh, right now Pacers. So a lot of teams that we expected to be, oh, and it's also killing Miami right now too. So a lot of teams are being affected by that. So that play-in actually starts to shape up and make it more competitive because, I mean, we can expect Miami to make a late game run and stuff like that. It's a lot of things up in the air. And so the whole thought of should we even be talking about extending Zach and stuff like that is because let's say COVID stops this season mid midway. We have to, we're now in the next season. What happens? This is your right. only sample size. That's right. a realistic thing to consider. And do you give him Jason Tatum money? Facts. Is he a better player than Jason Tatum? Because that's the type of contract he'll be looking at. A Jason Tatum type contract. No, I think Jason Tatum got the Supermax though. Jason got the Supermax. So Jason got, got what 188? That man got a big bag though. Like big bag, big bag, big bag. Um, but I think I think I think Zach is looking at about 120 to 150. And the the way he's actually going about it, he should be thinking 150 all the way. I'm not. This is the thing. It, to me, it's not a deal where you're giving, um, where, where you're giving. Now, mind you, I said he should be thinking that. I'm not oh yeah, for sure. Pay him, but if to, I'm to me, I mean, it's not a deal that you're giving uh, Otto Porter. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not that kind of deal. Zach came back from the ACL. He proved himself. He's playing great. I mean, honestly, great. Top five score in the NBA. Top five. Top five. Top five. Top five. Top five. And so I, I really, I really think um, you, you, you definitely need to look into. Okay, this guy is is definitely a payable player, but the question becomes: Is he your number one, or is he your number two? Are you looking for somebody else to be your number one? And that's to be proven under Billy Donovan. And I'm gonna be real with you: Zach's doing all the right things to become your number one. Zach's, Zach's saying, I want to play uh, the number one player on the other team defensively. I want to be the guy that's that's coming down the stretch defensively, taking those shots. Uh, offensively, I want to make sure that people are looking to me as a leader. We saw Zach in that last game when we thought they were going to run down. He's, he's calling his team together. Yo, we got to get this together. Get your heads out your butts. Let's make this happen. You know what I'm saying? Like we, We've seen that from Zach. And so to me, Zach is doing everything you need him to do. I think just because we didn't draft Zach, it's kind of weird for us to put our mind around it. Like, like for us, it was easy to say Derrick Rose is the best player. Easy. Wait, 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 wait. What are we struggling with right now of saying Zach is the best player on the team? It should be a not, not saying not saying that he's the best player, but saying that he's a number one. He is a number one. I think so. I think he's a number one on, but but here's I the thing: know four other people who, who actually who oh actually, for sure. I already know for four sure. other people in the league that can do something he can't do. For sure, for sure. But I think when people, I mean, you think about one of the one of the other people. When you think about Bradley Bill, is Bradley Bill the number one name on that team? He should be. He is. He so should Bradley. be. But I, listen, I don't. I don't watch enough of Washington uh, uh, sports to say he is. He is. We can say that, but 
are people saying Russ is the leader on that team oh, because he's been further? That's Bill's. That's Bill's team. Listen, it was John Wall's team. Bill grew up in it. He came up. He 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 balled out. He's still average. I think Bill, uh, Bradley Bill was actually one of the four. Bill is players. Bill is out averaging uh, 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 Zach right now, and I think Zach got twenty eight. Hey, listen for anyone to, for us to even imagine that not being his team. We that might be way too high. Hold on, let me look this. Yeah, I was, I was looking at twenty eight is high. I think he's averaging twenty six point seven. Uh, NBA top scores. Okay, all right. You gonna give me all time? God dang! Had to look at Kobe right then. All right, peak to the goat. Wow. Um, Brad Bill is number one scorer in the NBA, thirty four point nine points. KD is number two with thirty. By the way, while I said uh, we're gonna have to see how he came back, came back pretty god dang good. Uh, uh, for everybody who said Stephen Curry's washed up without the rest of his team, Stephen Curry is three with twenty eight point two. Dame Lillard is four with 28.1, and Zach Levine is five, 27.2. So I said 28, not far off. This goes to show you how wild the NBA is because Nikola Jokic is the assist leader for the NBA. That's not wild to me at all. (laughs) He's averaging more assists than Luka, Trey, Chris Paul, and Ben Simmons? That's it. Hey. Oh, hey, Jalen is tripping right now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't hey. have to shout him out, G. Jalen is tripping right now, yo. Hey, man. Um, I'd get out of here with that one. <laughs> yeah, shut it down. Now, you know what I'm saying? I feel like it's time to go with the 36 inches of bullhead over here. But, uh, <laughs> no, nah, I really appreciate y'all, man. 6K is crazy to me, man. Y'all know I'm 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 gonna be showing big love. Um, make sure y'all y'all go support the Brody too. Hold on, he over here, the Brody too. Um, so that uh, uh his channel get up to this level, man, because he is on his way. I mean, what'd you say, twenty eight days? You over here? Yeah, there you go. Boom. Yeah, yeah, I said over here, over here. You no, said twenty eight days. I'm trying to figure it out for me. I'm like, which way should I point? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's been it's been twenty eight days. Seventy one channels for twenty eight days. Like that's crazy. Like all the other videos that was on there was the stuff we was testing, but like when I actually went live with it, yeah, it's just been twenty eight days. That's crazy, bro. Crazy growth. Y'all make sure y'all go support PK, man. Uh, we got a lot of stuff coming y'all way, man. We got a lot of. I mean, we, once we work out all the litigations of this deal, we working on litigations. Good word, right? Once we work out all the litigations of this deal, we working on, man. Um, I'm gonna announce it on here because. There's something real dope coming y'all way for the people, especially for people that like can't just sit here and watch a YouTube video for hours on end. Um, we got we got we got a big, big, big uh, announcement coming. Um, and uh, 36 inches of bullhead big. 36 inches of bullhead <laughs> big, my boy. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Martinelli Originals. You know what I'm but uh. Nah, man, I really, I really appreciate y'all for tuning in with the kid, man. I was talking about me, not P kid, but um, man, make sure y'all keep watching the content, man. I also want to say this, um, I don't know, kid has kind of brought it to my attention as well. I don't know if y'all have experienced this, but apparently sometimes uh, he don't get the notifications that the channel posted a new video, and so if y'all could just, if, if you're on YouTube, just check the channel every day. I post. If I don't post on a day, it's either because, like, it's a weekend 
like that's not an important day or that is an important day or like it's during the week because we're going to go live for a game or something. So make sure y'all check the channel every day as well. Uh, if y'all could, if y'all could, if y'all got the time, because I, I, I literally post almost every day. I don't know if y'all getting the notifications or not. Um, YouTube, I, I, I guess you said, you said it's a couple YouTubers that was talking about that, that basically YouTube was hoeing them on that. Oh yeah. A ton of them. And, uh, it's been going on for longer way. Like I thought they fixed it by now, but yeah. this stuff that, you know, when I first started following people, even start following you uh, last year, early, I mean, 2019, this is issues that YouTube uh, sent out those notifications late. Like I, I would get the notification for a video that you told me you just posted and I'll go watch it. I'll finally get the notification. Um, maybe like the next day at like 11 o'clock. Yeah. And so it's like, if and so I did it on several different uh systems too. So not not just mine, my wife's and stuff, the same thing. It just comes randomly. And that's so- weird. It's really weird. YouTube do that with random people too. Shout out to Mike, man. He said he get them. So um if y'all not getting them, just check the channel, you know, all the time. Because like I said, normally I'm a po- if I'm posting a video that day, it's gonna be up around eleven or twelve. Tune into that. Kid kind of got the same algorithm working on his channel. Make sure y'all checking his channel out as well. Um, man, we're gonna get up out of here, man. We're gonna because we're gonna see y'all Friday for the next live. I'm probably gonna post a video tomorrow, but we're gonna see y'all Friday for the next live, man. We're gonna be calling the Bulls game. Kid gonna be in studio. Jay Crit, we're gonna crack this crown, man. We definitely crack, crack this crown. crown, finally, man. And it's a big uh, game, too. We get to see our rookies go at it. Hopefully, Pat Will's available. We get to see our we get Kobe White go against LaBello Ball. This is gonna be fun, man. Because if hey, Kobe White, LaBello, I'm dogging. All I really, I really White like fans. All you Kobe White fans, I'm gonna be dogging you the whole time. I really hope they'll put Kobe on the Lamella. Hey, look, you know why though? Because Kobe don't play no defense on nobody. It's not just Lamelo, but it's gonna look really bad if you don't play defense. It's gonna look real bad. I just, I'm praying for it. I want to see. I want a Bulls win, but I'm trying to see that matchup. That's all I'm saying. Let's oh, get up out of here, dog. We'll talk. We'll talk another hour. <laughs> we definitely appreciate y'all for tuning in with us, man. Uh, make sure y'all like the video. Make sure y'all subscribe to the page because we do talk Chicago sports weekly. We don't want you to miss a thing, so make sure that you hit that bell. Brody, appreciate you for tuning in yet again. It's your boy P. Kid. It's your boy Pat, the designer. Back at it. Continue watching our Chicago Bulls, Chicago Bears, Chicago sports content. Click the links in the description below. Y'all stay safe out here, Chicago. Peace. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.